versus man got a hell of a show lined up for you today. Lots of very intense and meaningful good news. And we got some cheesy feel-good stories. Chinese man rescued 8,000 dogs. Just, just Meanwhile, next door, as far as Americans are concerned, Japan has radioactive mutant boars that, are, that now are a new species. Thank you, Fukushima. Yes, we've got G.I. Mary Jane in studio. We've got a sports block. We've got UFO news. We've got space exploration. Uh, tips to stay cool in the summer. Um, what else? We have a sports block. Weed. We found out the definition of a Peloton. Peloton? I didn't even Peloton. know. Peloton. I just thought it was a brand. I Is really that a Peloton? 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 Peloton. I'm Peloton. thinking, I'm thinking that because it's a French word, apparently. Oui, oui. Or has something to do with the Tour de France. I don't know. Um, but yeah, we got a fun show lined up for you today. Let's get producer Jim up here without further ado so we can smoke a little weed every day. And why not Why not Joey, too? Why not Joey, too? Do you not? like to smoke weed, Jamie or Jane, or is that just your name? It's a we thing that I do. Start our Friday with this. Every day, Okay, we got Jim. that out of the way. What's going on? Welcome oh man, show, we got everybody. Sorry, go <laughs> He's gonna jump in. No, I was go go for it. You were but about no, to I want to ask if you, like if you got anything going on this weekend. It's uh, isn't there a holiday this weekend? There's something going on Sunday. I think. Uh, there's gonna be. It's not that out of the ordinary. It might the level might increase, but there'll be some local fireworks going on. I think <laughs> <laughs> it happens like all throughout the year. But I'm I'm a little worried about how Falcor is gonna handle it. He's a little he gets a little skittish with loud noises, and we have a pretty uh, firework happy area where I live here. People people set off the big ones all the time. They must get them from Mexico. I don't know. <laughs> Fireworks like are, I, I I I mean I have mixed feelings. Like I don't like like I can control it. I can enjoy looking. I've never been like, I've never really enjoyed fire. It's the thing as a kid where you go, Oh look, humans figured out how I to put sparkly stuff in the sky. Okay, cool. Right. Like, and, and you enjoy that. Like this, it's an experience as a kid, like learning what are fireworks in the sky and like, that. Oh, it's an explosion. And you go, Oh, well that's very American, isn't it? But then yeah. like, after so that, cool. it just it, like, it, it seems like just one of those low vibration entertainment kinds of things. Maybe it's the crowd you're feeling, not the fireworks themselves. Have you ever? I watched fireworks from nationalism. like fourteen thousand feet in Colorado, and you can see all the fireworks underneath going oh, on, underneath, oh. but you can't hear them. And it's, it's absolutely incredible. And there's not a bunch of crazy drunk people around with their sparklers and their. They're, they're okay, so even so, so even then, it's it, it's 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 a cool. It can be a very cool visual phenomenon. I'm not I'm not trying to say like fireworks aren't cool. Like we've played with them here. I have photos on our Instagram of us like in doing uh, time lapse photography. But that's that with with fireworks. Uh, I shouldn't say time lapse. It would be more um, 
um, frame or, or light painting mode with with light like with long exposure, long exposure uh, so see, that's what it is. yeah long exposure photography i guess is there's no better term for that is there um but like light painting mode on um on on camera px i use on my phone sometimes or on my my old now my old phone, old phone. Ooh. uh yeah I, so i don't know jim if you notice this you got to come out here because uh the Milky Way is really beautiful this time of year, and it's making this arc in the sky to the uh, east, southeast. And the last picture I, I posted of this on, on the Gardenia Instagram uh, was my first session learning how to use pro mode on the S21 Ultra 5G that I got now. I, I hate that name. But I get called ultra. Ultra. Really put ultra in the name. But this is the new thing. What, what I'm doing the show with now is the Samsung flagship phone, the, the S21 Ultra 5G. And it has a pro mode uh, built into its basic camera app. And now with the, uh, the camera PX night mode one I was doing with the Pixel 3 XL, it had uh, an actual astrophotography mode specifically that was pretty dummy proof, and that was kind of cool. With the, I, I, and I'm looking for an app, or I'm, I'm going to see if I can get Camera PX to work. Right now, it doesn't. I might have to get a different version of it for the S21. It's totally different cameras. I mean, like you look like the the, the difference. I mean, is, is like it sitting here? Oh no, it's in the truck. But yeah, I, I mean, she's looking. She's looking at it from 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 the back from from here. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And there's a, there's an actual optical zoom. They figured out how to build into a fucking phone. Like holy shit. Um, but the the pro mode allows for thirty second exposures. Which is pretty good. The thing is that the camera PX would do three minute and five second exposure. And it was kind of automatic. You'd stop it sooner than that. And it would still be that all those gorgeous night photography, those those astrophotography or long exposure night pictures I did it so far, except for the last one on camera. Is this like too do people care? Is this like super geeking out? Is 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 this like too specific? People <laughs> like that when we get back. But anyway, I want you to know says the s21 ultra is fucking amazing so i mean is this is this uh, something you guys want to incorporate into the show a little more you know, chat about practical technology and behind the chat scenes about stuff. current tech but this is like just practical tech that i like that's fun that i this is what i geek out on is 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 phone cameras i i have three phones now um not not because I've spent the money. I've because I've been clever with Verizon. <laughs> yeah, like, and and lucky and lo we've had like honestly we had an amazing uh, customer service rep when I did the upgrade for this. She was awesome. And she because there was some weird disqualifying thing about like first she was going to let me leapfrog and do the trade in for my S8 Plus, which is was my one generation back old phone now it's my two generations back old phone and then she said it they wouldn't take this for some other reason um because i had already used it in exchange somehow and so she brought in a busted phone she had at home that was eligible for the exchange and gave it to me and so now i get to have an s8 plus a pixel 3 xl and an s21 ultra and this is like a weird new thing for me so uh before when i had the s8 plus and the Pixel 3 XL, 
that's a plus was like a cool backup extra camera i did the the the, the time lapses with the video on that the sunset time lapses that you see i would take all sorts of awesome the s8 plus on a little tripod and do like record four to six hours of sunset like of the of the of the clouds moving in the sky and the sun setting going through dust to complete dark and then compressing it down to a 30 second video i could do all that on my own old s8 plus so if anybody has any cool tricks you guys want to share Maybe that should be like your. Uh, should, do you have a comment contest today? Um, no, I caught you. We didn't talk before this. No, but we didn't finish yesterday's comment contest, and it is Good News Friday. So I have, I think we I have just... that picture of Adam. If, I have that picture of Adam. If you guys want to make that the uh, the contest, oh. I was going to say comment contest would be most the best thing to do. With caption phone. it. Caption it. Caption which? We can do that. You know, let's do <laughs> let's do caption it. For uh, for our Patreon audience, for that awesome, uh, that mean, scary face that my computer got froze on yesterday. Oh, all right. (laughs) This one, that one, during a pandemic. (laughs) What's on the side of the screen there? That's my. Oh, that's our refreshing. That's the screenshot. A quarter of the circle. Yeah. So caption that picture. I like best thing. Best thing to do with an old phone. I, I like that a lot because Ed was talking about yesterday that he's going to drop a vehicle on his phone somehow. That's his plan. He's yeah, try, yeah, yeah, go to a junkyard with the NSA with yeah. NSA phone. So yeah, totally. Um, best thing to do. Destroy it dramatically. No, no. I have three useful phones. Like, can I combine their power somehow? Yeah, so best can thing I to do with an old up, phone. Can I set one up to just sit there plugged in and mine crypto? Is that is that worthwhile? <laughs> um, we need some tips. Yeah. So. Yeah, so yeah, I like my, my main phone that I have to carry and keep functional is my Samsung S21 Ultra 5G. Uh, but I have these other two as backups. They're not 5G. I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> um, I do. But <laughs> uh, I, I'm thinking I'm going to carry the Pixel 3 XL in my truck as a, a functional backup phone and get like the cheapest plan possible for it with a sim card and go to like cricket i got but then i've still got the s8 plus as an extra camera around all the time pixel 5, which is pretty incredible too yeah so we got an upgrade at the same time i haven't had a chance to mess with the camera but this thing is one hell of a hot spot so i'll say two two things on the subject one uh i learned something recently through an article about 5g 5g is basically literally at this point like the whole hype around 5g is it's potential maximum speed it's but not nowhere, even there yet. nowhere nowhere that has 5g or says 5g or uses the word 5g or says they have 5g don't have those speeds it's literally a few megabytes of second faster than 4g lte was it's just literally yeah it's we not that barely well, anything we didn't they're saying we've jumped into the future the we're in the super speeds right. now all this advertising <laughs> bullshit Five weeks till Starlink, says Elon Musk. So, yeah, he also said uh, they need money from investors, like thirty-five billion dollars, or they're going to go bankrupt. So, <laughs> I mean, we give money. Yeah, no. so. I love Elon Musk, but I take all of his time projections with a healthy grain of salt. Yeah, is that? <laughs> and sa- sadly, the other thing I'll say about the phone, really quick, I use iPhones. I don't know if everybody knew that. I use two phones. One of them I use for like uh, whenever you're doing 
odd jobs that are app jobs like DoorDash, things like that. I use a backup phone for that. And so I don't clog up my, my regular phone. I don't know how much that matters, but the last thing I'll say, unfortunately I have to give it to the Androids for the cameras. It's unfortunate and it sucks. And I've always been an iPhone user and I love the iPhone 12 pro max is the one I have. It takes, premium quality really good quality but the androids just have a few extra features like i can take 30 second long exposures but you said your new one can do three minutes or some shit that'd be no, awesome no, no, the new one only does 30 seconds and i need oh. to find a way to get the camera px mod or some other long exposure app um but it's with 30 seconds in pro mode you can set the uh white balance the iso um and and the uh the f-stop or or whatever those kind of controls are you said all those things um iso is, is the sensitivity of the film which is not you know it's it's from original you know film ratings but it, it they they use that to translate the sensitivity level of the photo cell in the camera and so you can make it uh, full sensitivity, 30-second exposure, and that's enough to capture the Milky Way. And I think it's actually better than the three-minute exposure if you need it because one of the things I noticed, too, is like when, when the stars are really stark at night, if you do that full three-minute exposure, they streak a little bit from the yeah. rotation, rotation of the Earth, right? Go, Holy right. shit. So you're trying to capture the Milky Way. When I had those three-minute exposures, I would stop it usually at like a minute and a half or two minutes. I, would, I, I wouldn't let it go because then it's it's starting to actually blur the Milky Way. But also the, the, the colors weren't as natural and crisp. If you notice with my old night photography stuff, they're kind of greened out. The cloud yeah. of it. And it's not me. Uh, usually, I mean, I, I, I filter them and, and play with them to enhance. Um, but... I'm not doing crazy like input. They've got this weird green saturations you can't really get out from that longer exposure. And I think they're a little bit blurry. I think the 30 second exposure in pro mode, I mean, for one, it's faster. So fuck yeah, you take way more photos. I mean, for me, it's like a spontaneous. If I'm walking around here at night and go, oh shit, it's a really awesome night. I'll stop and I'll do like, you know, a 15 minute session. If they're all three minute exposures, that's five shots. If they're 30 second exposures, that's 30 shots. Sure. So, uh, I mean, I would say it's a lot of flat. We wouldn't have to worry about it. So. <laughs> it's a lot of times setting stuff up. It's not as simple as that yeah. math, obviously. Yeah. But um, I think the colors are crisper and more accurate. And the, I think the last one I posted was my first session attempt. I was kind of rushed. It was a little late. Um, but we'll, we'll do some more this weekend. Totally. And it, it captured this kind of like opal effect with the like smoke in front of the the Milky Way. It was really cool. Yeah. Jim, where can they find those? Uh, they can find those on Instagram. I was just about to bring it back to that and show the, uh, bring it back to the fireworks and show the fireworks pictures that you took last year. This was the fireworks at Gardenia. You took this yeah. picture with your camera and I took this one with my camera from Offerman distance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, keep yeah, going. Were. I had, a, I had some more good ones. I think you had a couple good, at least one more good one in there. Um, uh, there, from, from around there. uh, for fireworks. I don't know. We probably had a bunch more good ones, but those wait, are wait, go, go forward in time. Scroll up. Keep going up, up there. Oh, that, that was one. this one. This one was the no, drone no. one up center. Oh, this that. one. 
Yeah, this was a good one. I like this. That was one. that was with my phone. And that's yeah. the moon. That's the moon to the that left. Over here, yeah. Yeah. And uh fireworks going off over the camp kitchen here in Gardena. And you can see the freedom flag in that one. So that awesome. was really cool. That yeah. was the Pixel 3 XL, right? Yeah. 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 And I suspect and that the was... Pixel 5 that I just got will take incredible pictures too. I really it, it has. Remember we we did a video of the kittens the other day. And it's got like this auto crazy stabilization. Yeah. On the video. Yeah. Like incredible. Like the, because the, the resolution now is so high for video on phones, they can they, they can basically take a section of your frame and it's still HD and it's got a steady cam effect. And it's, it's like, crazy. I mean, the, and the whole, like, it's subtle. It's but it's like you did that with a phone. Mm -hmm. It's it's next level shit now. Like I want to make a movie just to make a movie with my phone. You know, like it's. I, mean, I guess we, we do a movie. We do a movie's worth of media every day here for Adam versus the. Man. Some movie won the independent film award, whatever whatever that's called for, and, and the whole thing was shot on. Yeah, that's phone. not new. I mean, it's been done it's since been since done. it was well, it was done, right. but but like now you could do it start to finish on your phone you could even edit it and do whatever effects and transitions you could probably make an entire like you know before it was well we have a phone that does video so we're going to take clips blair witch project style and make it move that's not what i'm talking about this blair is like came out way before camera phone. no i He's know talking about making like hollywood that. cinematic quality mm -hmm. movies yeah, yeah the, the quality of the yeah. shaky cam and the, 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 the point of view the first yeah. person thing yeah all right, what yeah. else you got? Well, so wait, Jim, you're something in else has <coughs> happened this weekend. Speaking of holidays, oh, is is that that I, uh, that status a, birthday thing? But there's a bunch of hippies meeting in DC yeah. in oh. front of the White House to smoke joints and. Oh, there's that. No, I was. I thought you when you said a bunch of hippies. Bunch of hippies. I thought you were also referring to the fact that it is the gathering uh, in yeah. in New Mexico this year. Um, what am I? Rainbow, rainbow gathering. Rainbow gathering. The gathering. Short in my head to just the gather. I'm like, why the hippies? The gathering. The hippies, the July fourth. Yes. Um, rainbow gathering is happening. If you can hard. get to, I have Taos, the, uh, the location yeah. near Taos, New Mexico. Uh, we were gonna go. I really want to go this year, but it's just logistically not quite feasible. Unfortunately for I'm us, supposed here. To be in DC, but, but let me. I have I have the details here because our friend Kenny Kenny anarchist chef Palorantano, uh wanted me to go. But it's um, New Mexico National Rainbow Family Gathering, approximately thirty five miles southeast of Taos. I mean, we can still go. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, if um, the dogs would love if you them. want more specific directions and you can't find them yourself, uh, message me on Telegram and I'll I'll get those to you today. And you can go hang out with a bunch of hippies uh, and listen to music and the things. So, yeah. Weeds. Um, yeah. So, Jim, what else do you have for producer notes? Uh, public Telegram channel. I don't know if anybody knows this yet because I, I, I don't know if I've ever brought it up before, but t.me forward slash Adam versus the man is a public Telegram channel. Adam just said message him on Telegram. If you were part of that public Telegram channel, 
you would likely be able to just message him directly from that group. You just go and select on his name and then message him, and then you're cool like Adam. It's almost like having his phone number because he gets the messages like text messages, so that's fun. Uh, we showed just some Instagram, but I'm going to show you one more picture on there, a couple more pictures that he was talking about. These are the most recent star pictures he's been taking with his beautiful new phones. Instagram is where you can find this stuff, at the Garden of Freedom is the handle to find that there. So definitely uh, take advantage of the visual stimulation at the Garden of Freedom Instagram page. We got patreon.com forward slash Adam versus the man. That's where you can go to support the show with one, five, ten, or even $50 a month support. $10 a month will get you access to the private producers club. Oh, I didn't, I don't know why it was on that screen mode. Damn it. <laughs> uh, I'm having, I'm having it's a Friday good. day. Uh, so $10 to get you access to the private producers club, which is awesome. Uh, you've heard of that. That's our private telegram channel. So get access to that. If you don't feel like winning the contest or just win the contest homefrontbattlebuddies.com, the best website, the best veterans nonprofit organization that's bringing up brand new, everything you donate to homefrontbattlebuddies.com is tax deductible. So throw all of your expendable tax deductible money there and uh, watch it grow, watch all these veterans be healed through therapeutic practices at homefrontbattlebuddies.com. Next, uh, thecrypto6.com. Those guys that were raided up in Keene, New Hampshire, the Bitcoin church, thecrypto6.com is where you can find the QR codes to donate cryptocurrencies to help them with their legal funds, or even click on this button right here at the top to find the address to write to Mr. Nobody in a Cage, let them know you're thinking about him, you're supporting him, and you hope he gets out of this clean as a whistle. And lastly, gogreenenergyonline.com is the best website. We send do-it-yourselfers looking to learn more about solar power, micro wind power, and zero energy homes. If you're looking to do it yourself and get yourself self-sustained, gogreenenergyonline.com is where you need to read up on and educate yourself. Thank you very much. Have a beautiful Friday, everybody. See a good end. news Friday. Good, good news Friday. Good news. Well, hey, I, our first story here is kind of a kind of a silly one, but I would be remiss after covering the heat wave this week to not get into this from goodnewsnetwork.org. No AC, no problem. Use these tricks to stay cool in the summer heat. And uh, if you need this, check it out. There's some just basic tips like blowing a fan over a cube of or a block of ice. You know, if you if you have a freezer, make a block of ice and a fan and you've got a pretty cool evaporative cooler if you don't have the electricity for AC. Um, and this is, I, it seems kind of dumb stuff, but like soaking towels, freezing them, you know, wearing them, things like that. Actually, one of the recommendations here, interestingly enough, is uh, spicy food. Um, as strange as it sounds, there's a reason why spicy food all comes from hot places. Have you noticed that? Yeah, Vikings don't make spicy food. You don't hear like Inuits making spicy polar bear burgers. No, it tricks your um, body into or, cooling or off, even, just like hot coffee would too. Yeah, and, so it makes you sweat. I, I, you knew this. I didn't. I, I mean, I just never thought of that. Oh yeah, I oh, knew this. Makes a lot of sense. Um, no one's cooking vindaloo curry in Latvia or Harbin. I don't even know where Harbin is. Good News Network. Harbin? Harbin. Harbin. I got I I to look this up. By the way, back to the comment contest quickly. We mentioned a um, bunch of them, and they're all on. Uh, plus, make Adam laugh, and Joey will oh be gosh, so wait, um, comment contest. all over comment contests today, which include everything from it's so hot that 
blank, fill in the blank, wrong answers only, make Adam laugh with anything else. Uh, what you would do with an old phone or uh, what 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 else? Joey, why cannabis is a prefer- oh caption this picture right? That's, I'm trying to avoid that. Caption. <laughs> All right, good. We're not doing caption this picture. I win. <laughs> All right, Harvey. Caption the picture on some fun social media site that everybody can go visit, and we'll tell you about that. Harbin is a city in China, uh, the capital of Heilongjiang, China's northernmost province. So, yeah, it's a cold city. <clears throat> and that's because capsaic, the capsaicin chemical within spicy foods is an irritant that causes us to sweat. Sweat in a frigid Arctic wind will kill you, but in warmer climes, it will cool you down. The risk here is that it will, all, I'm thinking like, it can also dehydrate you, right? So it's like if you have plenty of water, if you can drink plenty of water and you're lazy, you just want to lay and sweat if you're having problems. Like, it, it, I mean, it makes a lot of sense, right? And Joey already knew this. And the, oh yeah, a little hot, you know, like spicy foods, you know, you know, all right. Hot climates. Yeah, it does at least in my head that sort of seems to make sense. Um but then I I I wonder if it's like for laziness, like why not go out and do something and sweat? Like, or if you're not hot enough to just sweat now. Do you have some other thing that's preventing you from sweating naturally? Are you more comfortable? Being well, it, sweaty it just and makes like you sweat more, and then you get more evaporative cooling effect. effect. And yeah. I, I suppose it were like in a climate like this, where it's relatively dry, or in an extreme desert, where you know you sweat and it just cools you off and dry. It's not a, like as opposed to in a jungle, where it's not evaporating much, right? So it would, it would only be hot and dry places where this is actually and and places where individuals have enough water to sweat. And you're not trying to conserve well, I mean, moisture. I, to be fair, I learned it over in the Baltimore, D.C. area where it is a swamp. So you know, not dry there? at all. And that's where I think it was. Gosh, I've known this since I was a child. I think I think it was one of my middle school gym teachers or something. And it, it, that and I learned the run uh, cold water over your wrists to to cool you off. So and she would give us hot tea. So a couple other what was your name? Relatively diet-oriented things in this article. Hot beverages are also great for this, particularly hot mint tea, as the mint will feel cool and refreshing. Like well, the heat from the tea will cause you to sweat. But I wonder, but like, this, then you're taking hot liquid in, isn't that raising your I mean, because your mouth feel is hot and that's in you and that's tricking you to sweat more without raising your core temperature compensatorily. Uh, Commen- whatever commensurately sure commensurate with yes. that is commensurately even a word it can be anyway bigly be very impactful the word now so it would be very impactful, impactual. bring <laughs> in front of a fan for maximum benefit though note that if you're in a humid area this hack won't work so well as the sweat can't wick properly from your body so maybe D.C., Baltimore, when it's not extremely humid, when it's hot in the summer, it's dry enough for this to work. But if you're, I don't know, in Georgia, Florida, like, nah. uh, Finally, salty and rich foods are proven to make the core body temperature rise. To combat this, eat smaller meals more often. Ditch salt and hot protein. It kind of makes sense 
because salt absorbs water. It's, yeah. That if if, if yeah. you're hot and you're sweating a lot, although you'd want to be you that, electrolytes. Like, it, it's got exactly. it, it's it's got but it's got what plants crave. Uh, spot check news. Mine crypto with old. Okay, how? Like yes, yeah, so that, that, like, uh, that was a little friends. random fantasy off the top of my head. I heard that that was possible. But, you know, Is there an app for that? Is that because I can leave my phone plugged into nothing else? Just mine crypto all day. Uh, if it's even if it's like, because I I run on solar, so it's using my excess solar power. I could set it up. Turning the sun into money. I'm actually getting, um, a charge controller for an for the studio here uh when we get solar power here that's got usb ports on it so i just leave it plugged in there the whole time and it's it's running directly turning solar into crypto i mean if there's a better and if there's a better way to do this let me know but i've already got the solar capacity i've got the device with the phone um and i, I could use my pixel 3xl for this and turn the s8 plus into a functional backup um, what do you do? Phone processing isn't really good enough to my crypto. It used to be. Is that so? It's not a thing anymore. When did that change? If that's so the answer, oh, I'll give up on the idea. Yeah, but like, that's nah, not a thing anymore. It used to be a thing. You when when the blocks were back in my day when the blocks were smaller. Uh, spot check news on YouTube. Just look up mine crypto on old phone on YouTube. You can also run an IG cloud wow. farm. Oh, with a few hundred of them. <laughs> oh, speaking oh. of Jim, pull up my pull up my Twitter. Uh, or hashtag hashtag extremism no no so so, um i subscribe on telegram to the uh john mcavee didn't is that what it is hold on i want to make sure i get the title right the uh mcavee didn't kill himself uh channel because someone forwarded a meme from that channel to the producers club i don't know who was that who that was i don't remember but it's better than download. If, if you're if you're getting memes from a channel on Telegram, it's kind of cool to forward them to other channels so they can see or yeah, and pass them across pollinate or to other individuals. Yeah, I really want to see like Telegram blow up, and and we're we're we'd love to have someone doing more as a, as an intern or a volunteer on all sorts of social media promotional projects but particularly telegram i think has so much potential as the open source everything messaging thing but yeah that's it that's it jim that's the one ever wonder how all those extremist government and pro government social media accounts get so many followers and and like it's i've heard of this you know these you know click farms but until i saw this picture today on the, the McAfee didn't kill himself channel. I didn't see that this, I did, oh, this is how they're doing it. They got hundreds of phones strapped up on boards. And there was another picture where they were all, and, and what, what they're, what one of the things they can do here, and I thought of this for YouTube, you can autoplay all videos on a channel. So if you just want, like, you could watch, right? You know what I'm talking about, Joey? YouTube has this feature. You, you just click on, on latest video. And make sure that it's it just watches through that entire channel's catalog. No, is that a I thing? didn't know anything about There's, that. They, if you maybe you have to make a playlist that's like all videos, or I think it's an auto-generated channel. See, so if you if you click if you scroll, I don't know if this is still how it works on you. YouTube's changed so, so much. I d- I really don't want to care about how YouTube really works. Because it's so twisted. It, it's such such a messed up shameful 
distortion of the human conversation, the potential of the internet. You want to talk about extremism. Extremism is taking the internet and, and YouTube and social media as a whole, this most powerful free speech tool that humanity has ever had. And, and motherfuckers like Mark Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey and, and, and all the assholes buying Google slash Alphabet, which owns YouTube now, saying, oh, no, we're, we're, we're not going to let humanity progress. We're going to steer it in our direction. We're not going to let the collective wisdom of humanity and the marketplace of ideas have their effect. Instead, we are going to play central planner. Fuck you. Your time has come. It's not going to last much longer because blockchain is here. If you want any future at all, if you, you know, it's just, it's, that's it. So uh, while we're on YouTube, you know, uh, I, Twitch, we're on Twitch. We're on Twitch. We have that's 11 right. Twitch followers up from our, from we're, we're making our next three. week our, our Twitch that's drive, right? right? Next week. Actually, we forgot to even talk about that before the show. We want to have a Twitch drive guys. We get, we get a, a decent, a few dozen of you that, that like, solidly watch the show live every day and uh we want to do that over at switch we still see the comments you still get your comments featured but we're only going to feature comments from switch all week next week or just a day let's just take a day let's just stay tuned monday to figure um i don't know but stay tuned for fun stuff next monday we'll be doing fun stuff with uh with we with we no with with Twitch. With Twitch. With Twitch. On okay. weed. So, to combat this, eat smaller meals more often. We're not even through our first story yet, Jim. You got enough time to pull the, the other, the other link. Um, back to the story. Back to staying cool in the summer. Yes. To combat this, eat smaller meals more often. Ditch salt and hot protein. A cold cut sandwich isn't bad for fruits and vegetables. And leave that oven and stove off to reduce the heat radiation into your house. Saving you more money while you're at it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, inter- interesting ways you can, you can adapt to the eat. All right. So we've got a lot of cool tech stories. They're not organized, but throughout the show today, starting with BBC.com. I tease this, remember? Flying car completes test flight between airports. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, come on. We've had this technology. I, I think it's going to happen with quadcopters before it happens with, you know, flying cars. But this is still really cool. This is just a, a prototype flying car. You can see from the pictures, like, it's, yeah, it's that fantasy of it's a functional car and a functional plane. And it looks cool. Fold up wings. Um, I, I, I have a, I, I, I wonder, though. This versus quadcopters. You know, what do you guys think? You know, let me know in the comments here because there's something about this that is much more mechanically efficient for longitudinal travel, right? This than the quadcopter? Yes. Yes, I agree. Because you're, you're, you know, it's like, think about the Osprey, as dangerous and fucked up as that was, right? The, The tilt rotor Osprey. Yeah. Uh, it, it would take off like a helicopter and then it would tilt up. its rotors forward. So see, this thing has a rotor. This in it. can also go as a boat, too. If they put a little bit more engineering. OK, OK. So I'm with you. And this is cool, Joey. But this relegates it to a toy. Because when do you need because when when do you need to combine 
mid or long distance longitudinal travel with being able to drive on the road. So you'd have if to you land have a quadcopter, at a small airport. If you okay. have a quadcopter that can do these distances, and this is a 35 minute and land flight, like, easier. Yeah, that makes and a get lot around sense. better. Makes and maybe sense. even hop around and charge, you know, or it, that you would have some kind of other hub technology for mid and long distance flights. You wouldn't need your own car plane. Right. I mean, it's really cool. It's awesome that we can do this now. All right. Spot check news. Run PIG on YouTube. This would completely revolutionize the California Bay Area morning commute. Yeah. Now you have accidents in the sky with those idiots. Um, <laughs> but no, but the. <laughs> All right. D. Vincent W. George Costanza finally gets his wish. Yes. Thank you. Great for that wonderful Seinfeld reference. Um, <laughs> Seinfeld fan. Well, that's because you suck and you don't have a good sense of humor, obviously. <laughs> a better sense of humor. <laughs> or you're just not Jewish enough. I don't know. Yeah, very, very subtly Jewish show, like my grandma. And this is before I even knew my whole Jewish history. Um, my Jewish grandma was like super into it. And I thought it was like an old person show. And then I watched with my mom and I was like, oh my gosh, I watched every episode. Mike Freeman, imagine the wrecks at the airport at 8 a.m. <laughs> yeah, so there's also like the safety issue. Because they're moving a lot faster. So like when I say like some kind of hub technology, I imagine that if we have drone quadcopter technology, at, you know, allowed to fully develop, even just implementing existing technologies that we have today that you would have my here's my fantasy you've heard me say this joey that you'd have like a pod at your house you like walk into your pod and it's got a quadcopter on the top or one you call one you have a pod and the quad you call the quadcopter and it grabs you and picks you up and it's if like you're flight yeah and, like, and if you're but it's your own pod or you could have one with a pod right if you wanted to like public pod but you know for hygiene no you have your own pod i mean share pods on a quadcopter during, during the pandemic? pandemic are you crazy so you so you'd have this thing come and pick you up and then maybe you would drop your pod off on a bigger quad like a giant quadcopter carrying a ton of pods that would take you over a longer distance right or something like that or or, or take you to you, you would call a bigger quad to pick up your pod and to go a further distance, right? And they, <laughs> then they go back to charging stations and kind of manage themselves on a system. They just be buzzing around all over the place. So, that, and they're a lot safer because they can, they can have, they can, it's a lot harder with an airplane traveling at high speed. There's so many other dangers. I, I, I hope I don't have to explain this too much, but like uh, a quadcopter can deploy a parachute for safety, mm -hmm. right? I don't know if that's really a thing. I, I, I think it would be by now. Even for, like, safety with private just, like, camera drones, you'd have a little pop, like, poof, poof out of, uh, if, if it detects its, you know, elevation plummeting or you could, you know, you could rig a safety uh, parachute onto a, a regular drone quadcopter with a camera on it to protect your camera. I mean, I assume that Somebody's got to have experimented with that, considering the the ex really expensive camera stuff that they're putting on some of these drones in Hollywood, right? For for you know the the, the high budget uh, media productions. Um, but this one, it takes two minutes and fifteen seconds to transform from car into aircraft. 
Who's gonna wait two minutes and fifteen seconds for you, that? I mean, you just you can get a quad. You get a quadcopter come faster oh, than that. That's dumb, man. This and then the quadcopters, you don't need cars. I hate to like burst the bubble on this one. It's a cool toy. It's never gonna be a mass production item. You're never gonna have one of these. Like most people, like I don't say never. If you want one, like you want to make it your goal. Like, sure. Anybody this can have one. Eventually, he's legitimately traveling all the time and having to wait in the airport for like okay, so waiting in the airport for two hours. But for that's not going to be a thing before thing. this becomes practical. It's a test flight status right now. Yeah, we're gonna have some other transport. Transport. It's cool to see like. You know what the coolest part of this segment is? I guess say, look at this amazing technology, and I don't care. It's and it's already a, and it's obsolete. And the next thing, all right. Um, and here it is, ready? CNBC.com. If cars are going to be a thing of the future, yeah. a top designer wants to build an air purifying Tesla rival that you can sleep and eat in. That might be the new digital nomad. British designer. Thomas Heatherwork tells, and it's on the ground, right? Yeah. Like, and it's, if you're going to have a house on the ground and uh, you might as well have it on wheels and you're going to have something on wheels that moves you, you might as well have all these other functions built into it, right? So this seems like a much, like if the car is going to evolve, it's going to be to a, a better, safer, more stationary, practical product on the ground yeah. and this is going to be more i would predict something like this is actually going to be i mean already compared to the early years of the automobile a larger percentage of vehicles are lived in today than back then right i mean that duh like where there are a lot of dudes living in their model t fords like no no, no, no. but now um even just a modern Honda Accord with seats that fold forward, right? You could sleep in hypothetically. No, I said too much. Um, but an SUV with seats that fold forward, you could put an air mat like it's and and run climate control and have a safe contained space. That wasn't a thing with cars originally. Sure. Uh, <laughs> remember, like remember when, remember when cars like just moved us around? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. But now, we'll like yes, but you, can do it, you know, yeah. comfortably and. And for the same price range, like you can get an SUV that's got a comfortable sleeping space. Absolutely. And if you're small, backseat of a Civic, maybe. I don't, I don't know. Um, but that that's where things are going. I actually see that. And, and obviously, uh, do I have to mention the rise of RVs and now camper vans and pop-up shells and so many other like RV trailer, et cetera, bus that, like, like I've had in, throughout the years. Duh. Like, that's the trend. The trend is to not merge winged flight with cars because we've actually had that capability for quite a while. Now, at this practical level, as we just saw, like wings that fold up automatically and a tail that folds in and blah, blah, blah. Like, no. It's, fi it's finally becoming like useful practical. Jerry Kelly has a very good point on YouTube. Some dudes lived in their horse buggies back in the day. <laughs> Not in the Jerry. horse buggy, but in, in, in covered wagons. Covered wagons. Covered wagons. Absolutely. Good point. Good point. Oregon Trail. You have dysentery. Good point. <laughs> yeah, you know, Oregon Trail. But they also slept in tents too, right? I would like, imagine they had tents in those things. That they. I think if you were stopping for the night, why would you go through all that shit? They probably. I, I would imagine it would be more resourceful to have like 
one even if you can afford it you'd have operate. one full of supplies or one like would you make them big you enough can, to have sleeping space you got the kids and, and grandma the whole family in there so they're riding in there they're the whole riding time. anyway so they're right. sleeping so like they're sleeping space yeah i have to imagine that that was a thing man now i gotta you gotta think back to like the families that did that and 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 pioneering young men like lewis and clark who went out that at, at one point in human history, that was the equivalent of going to Mars today. You know, great. Oh yeah, for in lots of ways. Well, everybody was an asshole back then. Everybody they 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 no, but they they accomplished something great. Okay, so the car, which is currently being engineered, is being designed to strip out pollution from the air as it drives oh, along. See, it's better. It gets better. Fuck. Yeah, like there's a leap. Okay. Uh, the vehicle design includes double sliding doors and adjustable seats that can be turned into beds or swiveled around for a meeting or a meal with other passengers. But wait, there's more. Yeah, but yeah, right. And but wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. And I'm sure they're going to pack more into this. And uh, like we should we should be expecting this kind of shit. Uh, customizable interior. They're not going to build practical. They're going to build fancy. This is America. This is this is well, this is Britain, right? This is there. This is the British company. That's yes. Doing it. But it's okay. Same. Heatherwick Studio. This is this is the world of the ego, right? And people. Heatherwick. This is you know Heatherwick said he wanted to design a car where people could work, program, game. It's funny, program, work, program, game, eat, talk, and watch videos. Much like they can on a business class seat in an airplane. Okay. But then, but they if, you can, land. If, if, if you could own this on land and swivel your seat around and drive it around like an SUV. Yeah. Because it's that much more practical and energy efficient. This kind of thing could be revolutionary absolutely um, maybe that's exaggerating but no lifestyle no, revolutionary where um and, and how many people would just own land and could buy something like it's already a, like already the rv think about the rv before the rv existed covered wagons and model t fords right and then the rise of the modern rv and then the rise of the modern suv even is, is, a, is still yeah a relatively modern phenomenon and what that has made possible in so many ways is pretty fucking incredible. We just sort of take it for granted. I see this unlike the flying car, but the, the evolution of the car and, 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 and I think this is like the first phase of this, but it's, 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 it's something that's already happening with the way one with the way people are using SUVs band conversions and compact rvs and that's that's already a big thing you know like those uh mercedes sprinter type vehicles yeah. that's already pretty pretty close to this and there are a lot of people who are like what would you call nomad kids and it's because there there are these other ways of doing this with older technologies and adapting them it's cheap and affordable for really anybody who wants to live like this to live like this in an in, in, at at the same standard of living and quality of life that a lot of us in in recent decades have cowered around cities and suburbs for because it was reliable access to community 
food, water, electricity, income, all of those things now can be had in a package like this. And in and of itself, this is this might be years away. This might be this will be quicker this, than a flying car. Yeah, oh yeah, but this to hit the market. My point is this is not I'm not saying like if even if this hits the market tomorrow, who gets it first? Rich people. Of course. People or, or people who can afford the financing. I don't say rich people, but people with, with the, that regular income that allows them to because I mean what what is this gonna cost? Right? I mean we can we can kind of guess. I mean, right. I mean, it's going to have, Ooh, there's a flying okay, buddy. Um, special guest star today. Special guests on the Friday show. Um, yeah, but air that will clean pollution as it drives, even taking that part out of the whole equation, right? Just that, that, uh, that we can do this, um, is, is incredible. So, I, I mean, I, I imagine the first versions of this are going to cost like forty fifty thousand dollars 50000 Is that, I mean, you're going to keep it on the low. They're going to keep bringing a cord cost, right? Really? Yeah. A new accord. Swear. Okay, so then maybe this the, the first versions of this might be double that. I like in the eighty and fifteen for about that. Okay. So then maybe these would be like double that when they first come out. The eighty, ninety eighty to hundred thousand dollar range. But just think technologically, what can a manufacturer do? Separating out all the bullshit that's taken over the auto industry through financing and ah oh, blah 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 that if you think just modern retail manufacturing technology terms, what can a retailer do with a sticker type sticker price of $80,000? How much car, how much electric car can you produce? And if it's in this configuration, how many of these features can you build? And you think about what these things cost in terms of modern appliances. Would you create a lightweight vibration proof version so that it works in a car? It doesn't cost that much more these days that's the power of these technologies just in a very practical way converging to make this i i, I kind of want to call this a mini rv car yeah right is that like i mean it's not it's it's not much bigger but when you get this to a van as a point shack would not yeah, okay okay no, okay so that's but that's this size prototype where they're they're applying this concept at a smaller scale even to a car like what i look forward to is not not something of these dimensions, but something van sized. Yeah, you know, totally. Joey just got a imagine van. I mean, Joey, imagine your van concept rebuilt from the ground up, incredible as an electric vehicle with 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 a bed, just uh, you know, uh, with, with uh, uh, all the devices, bed that goes up. And maybe maybe a table built into the floor that telescopes up, chairs that fold out of the all that trans, and that's not even technology that's designed that's made possible by technology with plastic metal manufacturing and and computer aided design and stuff that does it at a cheaper level, even with an internal combustion engine. Still, your vehicle, that van concept. How much practical living space can you pack into that? Well, it's it, it's about to go next level with a vehicle that cleans the air as it drives. Anyway, good news in crypto. I'm going to kill this fly. It's one fly. Yeah, okay. You do that. I'll read. I'll get through some headlines because we're kind of, do we have a big stack today? It's, it's. It's average Friday size, so it's a big stack. Back on the headlines. But there's so much good news, dear. So much good news. Okay. Bloomberg, Sam Altman wants to scan your eyeball in exchange for cryptocurrency. Sam Altman has a news. This is my fantasy. I hope someone I hope I said this on record because I know I said this 
to some, I, I think I pitched this to Roger Ver at one point. He was like, eh. Uh, but that we could airdrop cryptocurrency to everybody on this earth by putting ATMs where everybody has access and some kind of biometric thumbprint eye, and, and eyeball makes a lot more sense, right? And so somebody could sponsor this and bring this together as a charity. Like, and, and I don't know if this is my vision, but it's really, it's at least really close. And it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's, holy shit. Um, Sam Allman has a new startup that intends to give a special type of cryptocurrency to every person on earth, but first it wants to scan everybody's eyeballs. Altman, the former head of the Silicon Valley business incubator Y Combinator, is one of three founders of the company WorldCoin. Among the many parts of its plan, WorldCoin is designed an orb shaped device that would scan a person's iris to construct a unique personal identifier. The company is backed by Andreessen Horowitz, the venture capital arm of Coinbase Global Inc. LinkedIn founder, Reed Hoffman, and Day One Ventures. It recently raised about $25 million for investors. So there's a serious effort behind this. And I, so my fantasy was based on an ATM model. Like you, you'd somehow plug your phone in or hold your phone up to an ATM or, you know, crypto scan a QR code, something, and get you'd have some device built into this ATM that would do the uh, biometric scan, whatever is necessary to make it work for everyone on Earth having a unique biomarker identifier. If the iris is the way... Then you're forcing iris. No, no, it's optional. Okay. It's totally by choice. But see, here's the cool thing. I was wrong to think that you needed an ATM device. You don't. You could pass around the device, a certified hooked up crypto to, to this WorldCoin network. They said it's an orb shape, like an egg, whatever uh, device. They pass around. You hold it up to your eye and you, you verify that it's paired to your phone right there. And then boom, it's your stuff on your wallet right there. And it's connected to this larger encryption system what are you are you taking a picture of that a fly on, on the nug that fly trying to get high yeah, he's dead. Oh, oh 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 and you spared the weed all right that was, was a smooth move i wish we'd captured that on camera anyway yeah, i waited till he crawled off the nug. <laughs> altman 36 said in an interview that he conceived the idea in late 2019 the intention was to use cryptocurrency to spread money around equitably inspired by the trendy economic theory known as universal basic income. Yes, yeah, see, this is a voluntary market-based version of universal basic income. Alden was the first investor in WorldCoin, but said he had, has no role in day-to-day -day operations and mainly serves as an advisor to the company when needed. You know, it's just that there, there are enough people with enough money that would rather give everybody on earth universal basic income then have fiat currency. And it's UBI by charity. I have no problem with that. UBI by theft, by government, by um, that criminal gang, fucking problem. Cool. But the fact that UBI is being debated is because humanity is capable of it now. We are more than capable of providing for everybody on earth all basic needs, including energy and entertainment now, and connectivity and technology and like personal electronics. Many times over. And the only reason we're not doing that is, and it's 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 something the market would do. Is we want this as humans, we want people to be taken care of, and when it's that easy to do, someone it's it's about fucking time. And we go. We also would rather give our wealth to the poor people that government is cutting out of the system and take care of them than have government use this 
corrupt fiat currency system and make war in the police state and the surveillance state and all the other crimes of government. No shit. There's that much wealth on the planet that even someone with $25 million who's that far down the, the chain of power can put it into a project like this and possibly destroy the whole fiat currency system. Yeah, it can happen. Yeah. Yeah, we're on Take the verge it. of that. All right, other great news. DNYUZ.com in foreign policy. Uh, not typical Friday good news. They said meaningful, meaningful good news Friday. Western forces pack up to end their war. Afghans, quote, manage the consequences. Um, and we knew that there might be some negative effect. They say violence escalates as foreign forces race to leave Afghanistan. We we also knew that a lot of that would be U.S. military sabotage, sabotage of shit. Oh, it's, it's like spurned ex-boyfriend bullshit. Joe, you've experienced this. Oh, have I? <laughs> Can you give us a good comparison, like, and hey, we're gonna key your car on the way out. You know, it's like, and then the, the equivalence is you know, violence escalates in Afghanistan because we don't get to stay here anymore. Um, U.S. NATO down uh, drawdown triggers a sense of abandonment among Afghans. Yes, we abandoned Afghans to be alone with Afghans. Mm. Afghan forces defend country alone against Taliban. Well, maybe you should stop. Maybe you should let the will of the people have a little more effect than what they're experiencing under a military occupation. Uh, I should have actually put this with the other crypto article from techspot.com. Uh, actually, it's there's some weird link here, www-techspot.com.cdn.ampproject.org. But it is a techspot. Why do I have this funky link for this? Where did I get this? Did someone share this in the producer's club? Anyway, former Googlers, and that's not people who use Google. It's kind of a weird word to use in the headline. Former Googlers, as in staff, launched Neva, a $4.95 per million. And again, weird headline, right? P slash M search engine with no ads and a privacy focus. And this is like really shitty pitch for it, but I'm actually pretty excited. And right, Jim, if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see the the two phone differences. Um, like I would pay for this. How many like how many searches do you do? It's what it's a, it's basically per what per million, million what? searches. Oh. So it's basically like I, I mean a year a year subscription. I mean, how long does it take you to go through a million searches? Like uh, probably 10 years. Yeah, because if I'm, I mean, if really, you, like, even if you search like three times a day, you sit down. How many Google like searches that? a day do you? Uh, yeah, I mean, even for a heavy user like me, who's not doing something so, that's sort of Google specific, but Google is my main search engine. Yeah, maybe at maybe fifty times a day. Yeah, okay. So what are we gonna we're gonna do? Three sixty-five times fifty. Equals eighteen thousand. I mean, you're nowhere fucking near a million. This is this would be like a life. This is a lifetime subscription. And what it does? We should get. We should get it. I mean, I, I might be wrong. We're gonna get into the article, but I'm looking at this graphic at the top, and it compares on the left forty percent ads versus a hundred percent real results. And if you think about it, on your phone when you Google something on your phone in Google Chrome. When you see, and I, I'm, I'm, I've just conditioned myself to flick past the first few things but i look at them sometimes and it pisses me off that uh, by using google i'm using an ad-based service 
Whereas if I used a search engine that wasn't based on that, um, not only could we go a long way to demonetizing Google, um, you know, like defund Google, hashtag defund Google, right? Pre invent better shit, hashtag defund Google. Mike Freeman, depends on what, what porn I'm in the mood for is how much how many searches I, I'm doing. You're, so, you're not searching on thousand. Google for porn, though, are I, you? Like I, I've searched on Google for porn. It brings it up. So like in an hour of Googling for porn, you might do, you Google even porn. then, a couple hundred searches. You're nowhere fucking near a million. You have to have come Nowhere a close. Anyway, in brief, back to TechSpot. Despite being the preferred choice among most internet users, it's no secret that privacy and an ad-free experience are two things not associated with Google search engine. There is, however, an alternative, one that comes from two former Googlers who will call, oh, it's $4.95 per month. All right. But that's basically, if it's per million or per month, uh, would you still pay for that? I've already paid Google that for Drive, and I don't want to. Does so this come yeah. with that yet? Sridhar Ramaswamy and V. So I was totally wrong about that per million thing. Yeah. Vivek Raghunathan, two former Google executives, about thirty percent of their company's staff are ex-Googlers. Hope their newly launched search engine Neva will be able to steal some of the ninety percent market share enjoyed by their one-time employer. Unlike Google, which makes most of its money from ads, Neva uses a subscription-based model, meaning no privacy concerns or search results populated by advertisements you know if i had if, if this came with everything that google came with like i you're right i'm paying google well for for the freedomline.com it's a google business suite and we get customer support with that and we pay ten dollars per month per account but then we get like unlimited google everything but even then not unlimited there's a but like the terabyte terabytes of cloud storage and like like so more than we would even if we were doing media like movement of like two hours of show with video like gigabytes per day like we could we it would be a problem to run out like we'd never run out um but even on my personal gmail account i think i'm still paying two dollars a month for their premium storage for google drive I pay four ninety nine a month for my Google storage, but I have a ton of stuff. If I, mean, I could move all of that to an ad free service, I I would tote five dollars a month to start. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. In addition to having no ads, Neva also blocks all trackers, and users are able to pick their favorite news sources, retailers, and other sites rather than seeing generic results. There are also product recommendations gathered in one place with reviews from reputable sites and verified customers. And Eva promises to share at least 20% of its revenue with content creators, paying out when their content directly answers a user's search query. So it's like Google, but honest. Long live Neva. May Neva come to displace Google? Amen. I'm going to Neva that shit. Neva it. Instead of Googling it. Neva it. Neva it. Neva it. It doesn't really roll off the tongue that well. Neither, but neither does Google. Them. Google didn't, and Google didn't it for Google. Google. But Neva. Uh, that is just like a comment. But Neva it. It's sort of like, leave it. And you yell at a dog. Leave it. Neva it. Neva it. it that shit. So to Google that shit. Okay. Neva it. Neva that shit. Yeah. Okay. Neva it. It works. It works at least as well as Google already, and Google was uh, Google took me, I think, 
know, how long did it take internet to the internet of the world to get used to the word Google? I think at I least a couple of years. Like, but it crept yeah. up on us. Remember, Google has grown a lot to become yeah. what it is today, even in its basic search engine and ad functions. It was Safari, right? Isn't that what search engines that I remember, yeah. yeah there was Safari was, search in like was, high school um, and stuff. Dig into it. Dig was one and is Bing still a thing? Bing is a more Bing's recent Bing is Microsoft Bing. more recent. Bing. Bing is the competitive one. No, it was um uh, Yahoo, that's Yahoo. still a thing. Yahoo. No, but there, there are a bunch that have gone the way of the dodo. Neo works with all the major browsers, Chrome, Firefox, Brave, Ed, and Safari, and the company promises never to share users' data. You can also sync your email, calendar, and documents with the engine for searching. I tell people that Neva is as much a social experiment as it is a technological experiment, says Ramaswamy, the company's CEO. It's looking for the answer to the question, if there was a high-quality product that clearly benefits you in multiple ways, would you pay for it as opposed to having it be free, supported by ads? If you're curious to give Neva a try, the first three months are free, and then it's $4.95 per month. I'm in. I'm in. Sign me up. Neva.com. Is that it? Neva. That better be Neva.com. Uh, yeah. Neva.com. Neva.com. Whoop-dee-doo brought Ask Jeeves. I forgot about that one. Ask that, Jeeves. I use that uh, all the time. There was another one I remember. It had like what, it ended in IS, like Novus or something. Ask I was like, Jeeves. dig into it. And I had like a dog digging a hole as their, as their, as their mascot and, and all their ads. Yeah, it's funny how Google. Ask Jeeves is still a thing, man. Isn't it weird though? Like search engines, corporatism. There used to be competition, and then Google became the dominant one and, and fucked things up for everybody story. else, and it's fucked up shit around it. Their top story is about the Tamagotchi toys making a comeback. So I like Ask Jeeves already. That's good news. Yeah. That's what Ask Jeeves gives you for random news. Random news. Is TSA pre check worth the investment in a post COVID world? What mm. can we do to protect our rainforest? Why you should watch Lupin in its original version with subtitles. That's so as these are still like they're not. Yeah, they're not pushing shit in your question. face. I dig it. Yeah, hmm. there's some Juneteenth articles in here. There's some uh, pro athletes who are also all star dads. Ask Jeeves, the Ask helpful Jeeves. search engine. Uh-huh. Isn't that their slogan? Something like that. Uh-huh. All right, next up, dnyuz.com. I don't know if this is good news or bad news. This is kind of just an interesting one. Pinterest bans weight loss ads due to eating disorder. Oh my God. You know what the most common uh-huh. eating disorder in the world is? Over eating too fucking much. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but. You know, and and I, I have absolute sympathy to people who are bulimic and anorexic as the, the big traditional eating disorders. Uh, but, and, and it's, and, and, and I got it. This is making me really question my understanding of this because I don't think Pinterest is dumb. It, it's a major corporation. I don't think they make these decisions lightly. Uh, but Pinterest said Thursday it is updating its ad policies to prohibit all ads with weight loss language and imagery. The company said in a blog post that it developed its new policy with guidance from the National Eating Disorders Association, whose research shows there has been a rise in eating disorders and unhealthy eating habits in young people during the pandemic. It, aren't most of those still about people getting fat? Um and, and I wonder if, if a focus on 
eating disorders has led to a focus on bulimia and anorexia at the expense of acknowledging the problems with overeating. So, uh, yeah, Pinterest is the place. So the blog post says, quote, Pinterest is the place people come for inspiration to create life they love. It's where everyone belongs, regardless of body shape or size. We're empowering pinners to plan for a summer and beyond without weight loss ads so they can focus on what matters most. Now, I understand that Pinterest is primarily a sort of women's focus. It's not women's focus, excuse me, but it's women biased in its, in its, in its audience. And it's a, it's a visual collaboration tool. Like I have a Pinterest account. I don't actively use it. And you create boards and pin things. And you have Pinterests that you know, things you're interested in that you pin to these boards. And the way that the, the, the framework of it is structured is favored sort of arts and crafts type things. And that has led to it being a, a female biased user base is that is that fair with your understanding of it joey i i think so yeah i never got into pinterest so that makes sense because i don't get into a lot of girly things so it makes sense so it's an ad-based thing though right no no i've I've, i remember at some point going oh could this be cooler than instagram no no um in terms of just being a straightforward photo sharing site like no it's 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 cool for what it is and cool, if like, you DIY wanted to do that, if you're like, yeah, yeah, to pin, to pin a board, idea. an idea board, and for for things like that, for people who are visually engaged that way, and it's, it's, this is for men who spatially, visually want that. Um, I, I I got into it enough to go like, eh, I don't really have a practical use for this. I've 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 come across Pinterest a bunch of times when I've been looking for construction ideas and homesteading stuff, you know. Sometimes idea boards in, in gardening ideas will come up. Um, and so, but I've always found uh, the, the Pinterest thing, like well, this is usually on desktop or on, on Google Chrome. I'll do, be doing an image search looking for ideas and it'll come into Pinterest. And then it, it always seems like just an awkward format. Like I don't want to be there. And I wonder if there's a weird bias to catering to fat women with this policy. And it really has nothing to do with eating disorders. And it's that, 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 that they, they know what their user base. So, somehow, see, I don't, I'm not thinking Pinterest is wise. I think Pinterest as a corporation is generally capable of making a good decision for its bottom line here. Their user base is more bothered by weight loss ads or the NEDA, National Eating Disorders Association, making noise about this. Uh, there's more value in that for Pinterest than there is from the weight loss ads. That's what they've, they've balanced out here. And whatever conclusions you want to draw from that. Beginning Thursday, Pinterest's policy will prohibit any weight loss language or imagery. Wow, man, really? Any testimonials regarding weight loss or weight loss products, any language or imagery that idealizes or denigrates denigrates certain body types. And you know what? Obese is not a body type. Ectomorph, endomorph, mesomorph, thick women who are fit. Fuck yeah. But fat is not, not a, body, a type. body type. Referencing body mass index or similar indices. That's just fucking body health awareness and positive body weight management. Holy shit. Any products that claim weight loss through something worn or applied to the skin. 
Wow. Now, here's the thing. This isn't the first for Pinterest. Ads for already banned. Ads for weight loss or appetite suppressant pills. Before and after weight loss imagery. Weight loss procedures like liposuction or fat burning. Body shaming and unrealistic claims about cosmetic results were already banned under the policy. Am I crazy to think that they're more protecting the sensitivity of overweight people than than actual people who may dive into an eating disorder and under eating disorder. like that's a thing that's a thing body shaming and and people going bulimic anorexic because they think they're too fat and they're absolutely not that's a thing but it's not as big of a thing in america as overeating is that's a way bigger thing just go to your walmart or your safeway or your, i don't care go outside we have an overheating well, problem. Put yourself on screen next time you have an awesome rant like that, Joey. Oy. Yeah. She's she's doing such a good job watching your comments. But yeah, thank you. That was, that, yeah, boom. Cheers. All right. APnews.com. Good political news. Maine law restricts facial, facial recognition technology statewide. And if this was, you can't use facial ID technology, I'd say, fuck you. I have the freedom to do that for security purposes. No. This is government. They're banning government agencies. Because that's the only place it's really relevant now. There's not a lot of private security using facial ID yet. I mean, maybe in some, like, I, I imagine, like, when I went to the Fox News building, you know, a few years ago, and they, they check your ID and scan you in. Like, there are places like that. But that's not what they're talking about. This is government. They are ba government banning itself from using facial recognition technology statewide in Maine. I like it. I like it. Bravo. Bravo, Maine. Yeah. Yep. Um, now to our sports segment. <laughs> this this is the story we skipped from a couple days ago. Remember the Tour de France? Peloton. 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 Yeah, here's the Peloton story, everybody. First from hitc.com. Tour de France. What does Ali Opi Omi mean? One cardboard sign causes huge pileup. And Jim, you got to find the video. Pull up the video of this. Is it in this story? Yeah, it's in that that. Uh, scroll down. There's a YouTube video embedded there, and just play it in the background while while I talk about it. You'll you'll uh, you'll see the absurdity of this. And even from that picture that Jim already showed, with the headline of this story, it looks like it looks like a young woman. Okay, so you got so now you're just showing the pile up there. But this is hilarious. So laugh like nobody got you, seriously but you, hurt. Come on, did they? Nobody got serious. There, so there, there you see Ow. just barely. So it's so first of all, when I saw this, I there was another headline that said um, Tour de Tour de France declines to sue. Yeah, sign holder fan who crap, whatever caused Peloton pileup accident crash whatever, and I was like. Peloton? That's a place in France? Like, no, no, no. Peloton, that's an exercise bike. How can you crash on a stationary bike? Wait, how can you cause a crash on a stationary bike with a sign? What? what is how can you have a pileup? I'm like, a was it a gym class full of people on Peloton stationary bikes? And someone came with, how does someone come in? Anyway, there's the video. There's the, that Jim nailed it. Thank you for that yeah. exact clip right it there. Looks like it so, I don't know no, 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 no. So it's a woman and, and this, you know, Ale, oh, so 
it means go grandma grandpa and it's it's it sounds like a weird nickname it's this is a crazy person this is this is a random crazy person this isn't a political message this is a weird personal message someone trying to get on tv maybe they're not crazy but it's it's a little out there to say like i'm going to use the tour de france to get on tv she's arrested yeah she was arrested but they declined to prosecute her um so she's trying to get in front of the cameras with a message that says go grandma grandpa and and it's a weird language mashup where ale is french and opi omi is a german grandma grandpa and it's with a dash in between and i can't pretend that i exactly understand all this but in in, in researching this story uh, because i have too much time on my hands i I real i i was like okay i just like wait what the there's my first inclination when i heard the story was was there a political message they were trying to get out that was being suppressed in all of this coverage? No, no, dumb personal thing. You can see the girl there in the picture too, with the smile on her face, like, oh, go grandma, grandpa. Jeez, like, yeah, yeah, like, that's, uh, that's it. And, but here's the thing. You can see her hand on the sign. Let's get in, let's get into this. Oh, by the way, Peloton. What does Peloton actually mean? Peloton uh actually has to go to the next link i actually pulled up the the i I googled peloton and it has nothing but commercial stuff for the treadmill and then you you search peloton meaning and it has the dictionary the name of the main field or group of cyclists in a race and i actually saw somewhere else um specifically um so literally it means ball in French, but is most often used with the meaning group and formally a peloton in the sport of cycling has been, according to Wikipedia, has been defined as two or more cyclists riding in sufficiently close proximity to be located in either one of two. Wait, I should cut off on Google. Either. Uh, Either one of two. What? Where is it now? Uh, two basic positions behind cyclists in zones reduced of reduced air pressure, referring to as drafting, or in non-drafting positions where air pressure is highest. So it has some some other weird technical meanings in this stupid fucking sport of cycling as we know it today. Holy! I'm not talking about BMX racing. That's cool. I'm not talking about stunting on bikes. I'm not talking about doing your own thing. But holy shit, this Tour de France shit is fucking dumb. If your sport is like ruined, huh, all endurance. But this is just. I mean, it's not my thing, but I can't hate on it. Like. Okay, but okay, so the peloton. They don't have the lead of the premier sporting event of this. And I get it, tradition and blah, 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 Tour de France, is a woman holding up a cardboard side. And, like, one cyclist there on the edge barely hits her arm. Like, it, you go, well, it, did he hit just the cardboard sign? No, I think he hit her because she's holding it out like this. I think he hit, like, her forearm and hand, right? Yeah. But he then did. he loses he control did. and goes down. And one guy goes down from hitting a spectator's forearm and your sport is ruined fuck your sport and fuck your sport jim go back to the holes, right? jim go back to the overhead shot of this thing see see you uh, go back yeah 
But here, here, you see the whole pack of these fragile men on their fragile little machines, and there's one little forearm in the way, and a hundred men fall on their asses. Fuck your sport. This is dumb. I've never watched. I've never watched this. Really, guys, racing on long distances on bikes in a pack where they can smell each other. I'm sure there's a lot to it. I'm sure it's a legitimate, challenging endurance sport. I'm not, and and it's it's got a lot of complexity and technical aspects. But I'm sorry, gentlemen, there are so much better. There's so much better out there. Even boring, straightforward sprinting on your human feet is better. And we have this next headline from Forbes.com about that. Sprinter Shikari Richardson tests positive marijuana set to miss Olympics 100-meter event. Did I miss a comment there, dear? Oh, uh, what's this say? Crazy... Crazy, Crazy yeah. eight legs, aka MH88, on YouTube. All he had to do is lower her shoulder and snap <laughs> her arm and keep going. Well, but no, but even then, she's not offering resistance. Like it's not like she was putting her arm out and he had to check her and put her out of the way. But he's he's not paying attention, or he's he's just so fragile. Are bikers that fragile that They're if you like guys with big calves, bikers are like little little dudes. With big calves. And and huge hearts. Huge, huge hearts. hearts. And lungs. Uh, anyway, um, Sprinter Shikari Richardson. I, the best part of this story is that they're finally admitting that marijuana is a yes. performance-enhancing drug. But no, yeah, I... And you know what? I think about this. as like cannabis is getting legal. There's a whole other getting real with... Uh, with with drugs and sports in general i kind of like i i had this little fantasy reading the story this morning that i want to start the freedom olympics here in gardenia we'd have to purchase like the other 10 acres next to us at least i'd be like you know we we don't test for anything <laughs> we don't care like if you're healthy and you show up like it's just this is sports human competition and no restrictions which is whatever you want to push because everybody's pushing something yeah, and like the, the the what pisses me off about this she, is, see, is the is arbitrary the body, lines that are drawn. That is the body of a pot smoking, healthy woman. Yeah, well, I I might say she's she's everybody who is an athlete who's not is is compromising their longevity and their health for performance. Of course, and it's in the interest of overall living a better life and living a long, happy, healthy life. And I'm not saying that. It's it's a compromise. But if you said, I want to live as long as possible, you wouldn't do competitive sports and push your body to its limits in certain and anything. You know, you would work out and, and lift and do mild cardio and eat like a minimal diet consistently every day. And like that would be it. Like you wouldn't even be muscular like you would you would be moderately muscular. You'd be pretty lean, but you wouldn't be like like I'm trying to get buff and ripped. Right. Like to me, that's more fun than just living forever. Right. And I think being overall health conscious is probably better in my interest of living a long time anyway. Right. Um, but like, if I wanted to just have the longevity body, I would not be, my body fat would be a little bit higher than it is right now. And my muscle mass would be significantly lower than it is right now. Like I stretch these things in my body and eat more food as a result and live shorter as a result, hypothetically, like I acknowledge, I think we're going to get to, uh, I'm, I'm going to live to two or 300 years anyway. And we'll be, uh, you know, at some other leap of defeating all these relevant aging dynamics. But when, when you look at Shikari Richardson, she's buff. She's, she's a, a, a 
referred to, and, and this is a debatable title, of course, America's Fastest Woman. She's right. Looks incredible, man. Just absolutely incredible. Straight smoke show. And total, total, babe. Yeah, she is on performance enhancing drugs of all kinds. I'm not just talking about cannabis, but like vitamins are not natural. Supplements are not natural, like a controlled diet of protein shakes or whatever the fuck it is that she does to look like this is not natural. I mean, if anything, I might say I'm a lot more. Well, no, because I take I mean, look at look at what I take. My diet is extremely natural. Oh, here we go. Yeah, but this is. Yeah, here's my vitamin box, guys. Like. And I, I don't, this is not a day of vitamins. I do vitamins twice a day. So this is like a week to, and, and, and another week here. I refuse to, and this is the day I, I decided to uh, skip my caffeine containing supplements. Uh, but I got, I got creatine, glutamine, but even just a, a, a the, the main, the foundation of this whole thing, which is an organic uh, compound multivitamin. I think it's um, rainbow one men's one a day. Um, and maybe if, if so maybe one of these days, maybe when I do my next refill, because I've upgraded, I, I, I got to go uh, shout out to Chris Sullivan on Instagram. Um, I think he's like vegan. I should remember his screen name. It's like vegan bodybuilder or something like that. Um, but he's uh, he's strict vegan and competitive bodybuilder. Looks fuck. I mean, he's almost he's almost even a little bigger than I want to look like <laughs> it's like because I. I, there, there's a limit. So the, like, I'll only take vitamins twice a day. Um, and I only lift now four days a week and do other stuff. Like, I'm not going to lift more than that. Like, I don't want to be, it, there's, there's a point of a lot like, and I've seen people do this where they're like, and, and he's on that. If you're a competitive bodybuilder, if that's, what's fun for you fucking have at it. I totally support you. And I've, I've ventured into calorie counting and macro counting. I don't do any of that shit anymore. To me, it's all got to flow with a natural lifestyle. But if you want to regiment that, like Shikari Richardson clearly has, because for a woman to have that much muscle is, not, is, is, is peak natural performance. And we wouldn't even, by what we would say, I, oh man, see, now I'm saying natural. It's not natural. Peak non-steroid, non-extreme, what is considered performance-enhancing drug. Um, you can't even say dangerous because that's because there's plenty of so a lot of guys who wanted to do steroids looked for legal alternatives when I was when I and I was in this group too when I was like in in the early 2000s, um, and there were all these testosterone pro-hormone supplements. But they had negative side effects, both for your digestive system and your hormone system. There was a lot more um, aromatization into estrogen, which for men at that, you know, it, it can, it, is toxic. I don't know, it may be, I don't, it's not the right technical term. But you get guy man boobs and uh, acne and hair falling out, male pattern balls. There's just things like that. Like, it's not like crazy shit fuck you up, but it's not good. And it's not good. For, the thing is, it was going through your liver because it was being digested. And if you just wanted to up your testosterone, and I did this, I did steroids when I was in the Marine, you know, steroids, the traditional steroids. I did Sustanon. I'll say the, 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 the name of it even. And it's, it's a, it was a triple release testosterone injection. And at one point I was on that. I was huge. Like guys, right now I'm 212. I was 230. Imagine, you know, 15, well, no, 18 pounds more. Well, some of it was fat, uh, <laughs> but I was, I was huge. I didn't like it, but it wasn't because of the steroids. It was because 
I was stretching the rubber band of my body, you know, like, and, and I had to eat a lot to maintain that mass. I didn't want to do it. So um, where I'm at now is sort of more natural, but can I say natural when I'm taking all of these supplements and they're all natural supplements, but uh, with this, you're like, ah, fuck your arbitrary standards, you know, let athletes manage their own health. Um, and, and it's, it's such bullshit. Um, feel good. I mean, look at, look at the NFL, look at the monsters, look at the mass monsters in the NFL. You don't think they do steroids? You know, I'm always steroids, steroids. Ill illegal steroids, of course, but they do it in the off season, right? And they build that mass and they do it in other subtle ways and they time it so that, uh, they can pass drug tests. Right for the NFL for 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 all pro all the pro, baseball basketball, um, although in basketball, I, I, who knows what I, it's not the same mass incentive obviously, but mass is not bad. Yeah, basketball but, players aren't like massive. They're they they're they're, they're, they're pretty they're cut, but yeah, but they're not bulky. Yeah, so you don't have the incentive for bulk like for hitting baseballs or for hitting people in football. I mean, those are the big ones for football is really a big one for steroids. And you look at high school and and college even and here's what's really fucked up is that they're doing this to maintain an illusion of natural athletes for the sake of the fans and it's natural by bullshit arbitrary government manipulation of big pharma and the result is that men who want to pursue muscle enhancement are driven to underground sources and they're not able to talk about this in the open and a lot of high school boys know the truth that those athletes are on steroids in the off season at least. And remember the big, the whole baseball steroid scandal oh that was God. early two thousands. Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, all those guys. Uh, it was huge. Sammy Sosa, all the all the big home run record holders. It wasn't like the scrubs of baseball, because for a lot of guys, this is a healthy performance enhancing option, just like marijuana is for Shikari Richardson. But the thing is, what the consequence of this is that you end up with a lot of people making bad health decisions because the information isn't out there and there are weird legal consequences for certain things as opposed to just letting there be health consequences. When government tries to regulate health, it's not like, well, we made all the dangerous things illegal. There's still a million ways to fucking kill yourself and poison and cripple and destroy your health. Oh, but we meet, we made those steroids illegal because it makes us feel bad about performance. And like bodybuilders, they're all on steroids. Like, is that, it's a weird joke that they have these drug tests they have to pass, like pre-contest stuff and manipulate. And, 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 and to the fans of these sports, you are, you are asking athletes to fuck up their health more. Yeah. In order to adhere to these weird, twisted standards of being clean athletes or, or natural athletes. And, and how many football players, concussions are worse. And, and, and like when you, when you jack up your testosterone with steroids for an extended period in an unhealthy way as a football player, and then you're not a football player anymore – not only do you not have the incentive, but you might not be able to afford it if you're one of the you know the idiots who didn't manage his money well. But then you have to manage your body transitioning off of steroids, off of a hugely unhealthily, artificially inflated level of testosterone. So hey, to all you fucking NFL fans out there, say something. 
because you are fucking up your athletes with this bullshit standard of, of, of being clean or not taking performance enhancing drugs. Anyway, American sprinter Shikari Richardson, who won the woman's 100 meter race at the U.S. trials last month, is tested positive for marijuana. The U.S. anti-doping agency and USA Dragon and Field announced on Friday with the gold medal contender suspended from the U.S. Olympic team for one month from June 28th. And, and I, it's like, wait. Can we, I would quit. Yeah, well, I Joey would, wouldn't be I able would, to compete. I wouldn't be able to. <laughs> like with Crohn's being controlled by smoking flour, like there'd be, she just wouldn't be able, like. And yeah. just so you, so y'all know, with Joey's situation, like you know, we're we're super open to finding a way that's easier to control her Crohn's. But from her experimentation, this works best. Smoking whole flour, and it's like, yeah, that's her performance enhancing drug. Because without it, her bowels would be exploding constantly. <laughs> Oh, okay, hello. But no, was that the, 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 these arbitrary standards are so stupid? And the story is that uh, she tested positive. She she won the hundred meter race with a time of ten point eight six seconds. I couldn't do that. <laughs> Could you? But like superhuman no, shit, and it's not natural. This is not natural. This is this is a woman <laughs> who has done something special with her body to fine tune it to be the fastest woman in America. Takes a lot of uh, a lot of care, and and it goes. It's back not natural. Whole, like it's it not natural. Whole, it's supernatural. Part of the drug war. Can we say that this is part of the drug war? That even for mm. drugs that are legal, that, that yes. athletes are being prohibited from using them. If that's what works best for their body, what? Why are? And I know this is the government. Okay, this is this is the the organization, the Olympics in this case. But what in the actual fuck? I I don't. We think back to Michael Phelps with a bong. It's like he had just won seven gold medals, gets caught with a bong, and loses sponsorships. And parents freak out, and kids go, smoke weed and win seven gold medals? I smoked weed at strip club. <laughs> and my club. parents are assholes who no longer have any credibility with me whatsoever. I'm My parents were. My parents, I got to say, mad shout out to my parents for always having intellectual honesty with me, intellectual integrity with me. They didn't bullshit. Like, they they got some things wrong. They were definitely sure, wrong, but they, but they never right. bullshitted me about stuff like that. They, you know, never tried to... But you know what? It's You're right, Joey. It's athletes now <clears throat> allowing them... Like, you know what I would love to see? I would love to see decentralized athletic competition where Shikari Richardson can do whatever fucking drugs she wants and on a track with a certified timer set the world record. I think that's an excellent idea. What are we going to call it? I Well, we're going to have the Freedom Olympics here in Gardenia. That's my fantasy. One of these days, we'll buy, we'll buy another 10 acres and put in a little stadium with a track, right? To win something. They're trying to be the best at something. They're obviously not going to do something that's going to harm them in their quest to doing that. So where steroids might work for one person and maybe they aren't good for another person, like, yeah, use your use so, whatever enhancement works best for you. And being athlete. the fastest woman in America, Jesus, it's it's sponsorship. And it's the a career. In America it's, yeah, well, well, so she's walking kind of a tightrope. And again, I want to I want to shout out to Colin Kaepernick for really sparking a, a renaissance of athlete activism. Um, and uh, what was her name? Barry, uh, who refused to Gwen Barry, Gwen Barry. earlier this week, refused to um, stand at attention 
I mean, there's who's a, just really standing in submission a, a to the American flag and the national anthem, saying that she's just doing that because she's a sore loser. She is mad. She got third place. No, I mean, she looks like that, but that's that's what kind of makes it such a raw, legit, organic moment. It's not the planned, you know, black power fist salute at the Olympics. It's fuck this. You because they surprised her with the anthem, yeah. and 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 it was it really was potentially. I don't know. I don't care enough to look into this. A slap in the face to her, but sure, it was clearly, but no, no, but what it clearly was, was a spontaneous moment where when Barry, yeah, it was raw, and she put her T-shirt on her head. It looked dumb, and she had her hand on her hip, and she looked like a spoiled brat, and it wasn't planned because she was just saying, ah, "Fuck this," in her way, in the moment. And so back to Shikari Richardson, she said, and 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 I, I have mixed feelings about this. Back to to walking the line. Vincent W. Altering the outcome with chemicals isn't evolution. <laughs> All right, but we're it's not we're not at, the, evolution isn't the point here. It's maximum human performance. It's 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 athleticism. It, it's pushing like, and I feel like I have always been inclined to sport. I played rugby in college. I was a three season athlete every year in high school, and maybe yeah, every year. Uh, no, one year I did weightlifting instead of a sport. No, but I did I did uh, basketball and track and baseball and soccer and swimming and water polo. And I, I, I mean, I, I'm probably forgetting a few, <laughs> you know, and, and uh, tetherball. No, I, my big thing was a rope climb and when I was a kid, you know. But no, I played all those sports like in leagues and in seasons and in an organized way. And, and, and I wonder now, oh, track and field. I did. Oh, I did um, cross country was the one I left out, I think. Uh, at elevation was, in New Mexico. I was a gymnast and an acrobat, and then I ended up doing um, color guard, like a uh, uh, performance color guard. Right? And, and, and I got, I got screwed out of my captain position senior year. Because <laughs> and, and of it's, weed. But it's not just and that. After school, like in the summertime, I got cut smoking weed. I smoked weed all the time. I mean, that's just it's a thing that I've been doing for a really long time, and. I got discriminated against too. It's it's a thing in sports. It always has been. This might be a stretch to leap ahead, but if you look at all of the forces behind these major corruptions of sport, of the Olympics, of athleticism, of professional sports in the United States, of league, team, community, even children's sports, school-based sports, it's fucking government. It's corporatism, it's regulation, and it's the fucking drug war. And what they have done ultimately here is denied the common American, the average American, of the full richness of athletics in our lives. That's what they've done, the full potential. And I think about, like, New Zealand. I went on a rugby tour in college in New Zealand. We went to a community uh, rugby day at Hornby, at Hornby RFC, Hornby Rugby Football Club, amazing community organization where they had – divisions and leagues that included everybody from kids up to seniors oh, and men's cool. and women's open leagues and divisions. And they had like a 40 plus and a 60 plus. That's cool. And yeah, it was, it, and everything, and it was just a big community event. And I wonder like, could we have that in the United? And you see in some places that happens. It's, I've seen it with softball. Yeah. I think in San, San Fe at one point that I lived there had that around a softball community. Um, although it was it wasn't much bigger than the rugby community, but the thing is, rugby is limited to 
hardcore men in the United States. And it's the funny thing is adult open league. It's not, it's not professional. It's, it's, it's sort of barely regulated, which is part of the fun of it. Um, and rugby is such a beautiful, to me, rugby is the pinnacle of, of, of team sports. But so Jakari Richardson appeared to acknowledge the test in a cryptic tweet that read, quote, I am human before appearing on MSNBC's Today Show on Friday morning saying, I just want to take responsibility for my actions. Oh. And it's sort of a weird word trigger. It's like, well, what is responsible? Like, I, is, that, she... is, that either, is that either cowering or extremely clever messaging? I don't know. Hopefully we can get her on Adam versus like, the man to talk about yeah, all this. I feel like she's, she's like, I, I feel like she has totally taken this platform she had to say, hey, I smoke wheat and it's what I do. And whether it's for some medical condition she may have or because it helps her with inflammation and pain after she's been at the gym, she's fucking own it. And she kind of like shat on that opportunity. Or is she saying like, well, you know, I signed, well, like, like, oh, well, I, I, I did it. I'm human. I signed a deal with the American Olympic committee, which is a whole other fucked up corrupt organizations. But like I said, she's saying I'm, I signed a contract and I'll take responsibility for it. Like I entered into other human beings in a deal in good faith, even though they're acting in bad faith in so many other sick ways. I acted in good faith and saying, I'm going out for the Olympics. And I won't smoke pot. And then she did. She got caught. Okay. She said, I'm taking responsibility for it. Maybe that. she agreed. It yeah. should be simply that. But again, it's missing this bigger opportunity. So, Shikari, I hope you'll come on Adam versus the man. I would love to have you on for as, as little or as long as you want. Are they, do they let you do interviews? <laughs> is that some kind of like contract gag order? Yeah. Well, if that's the case, you better fucking speak out because that is really fucking up athletics and sports for everybody. If that, if, 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 Athletes, in order to do that, are 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 forced to accept a gag order on themselves. It's, it's like really Colin Kaepernick, and and I looked at it, it was like really the best you can do is fucking kneel and then do a weird abstract like obtuse interview. And it's like maybe yeah, because if he does anything more than that, he's just banned from the NFL, and he's he's walking that line and you know pushing what? that. But see, Kaepernick, I got to go back to Kaepernick and Ka- praise Kaepernick because he pushed that line and opened up a huge space for athletes to protest and make themselves politically relevant not say that i have to dehumanize myself because to take that voice away from yourself say because would you say shikari you're human so what are they doing dehumanizing you and they're dehumanizing all athletes that buy into the system that accept limitations on their humanity which includes performance enhancing drugs and I don't care if certain sports have certain limits on that. You want to say, hey, no steroids of this or no whatever. Fine. I, it's not – I'm I, as a fan, I'll voice my opinion as one fan. But as a critic of society looking at this shit, I got to say to athletes, Shikari, you know, I hope you fall through on this. Because there's so – like this is reclaiming the humanity of athletes for the benefit of y'all being the heroes that you can be for humanity. Because right now humanity looks at you as, as like, yeah, that's your heroes. That's cool. You're the one, but you're in some weird realm where you're not fully human because you don't have a voice and you're not really even allowed to take care of yourself. And if you're a pro football player, you do a ton of roids in the off season and fuck up your body and your joints and everything for my entertainment. But it's not just for my entertainment. It's for this weird deal that we've got with government and placating them in the name of the war on drugs. Fuck that shit.
There is good news, though, to end this segment on. NCAA, NCAA going to fuck over athletes slightly less from USA Today. No, the headline is NCAA adopts temporary policy on name, image, and likeness in seismic shift for college sports. If you don't know, the dynamic of college sports, at least from a distance, looks like old people and establishments taking advantage of young athletes. Because who's who's profiting, who's working and competing and 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 putting their health, their bodies on the line to play college sports, especially again, college football being the big money maker here. And and the rule was we or the, the excuse has been that from the NCAA, we want to promote amateurism. We want to keep our athletes as student athletes. We don't want them to be professional athletes who happen to be students. And a lot of them ended up getting fucking kickbacks anyway. And then getting in trouble because, you know, rich sponsors of college university, whatever teams were buying athletes, buying football players and basketball players cars and giving them cash and drugs and perks under the table. No, now you can just make money. They prevented them from at all making money from their name, image, or likeness in sports. And that's, that's a shift. All right, more good news in sports. KGU9.com. Nine on your side, Tucson. First ever Olympic skateboarding team unveiled rolling toward Tokyo. Wait, they're rolling to Tokyo? Don't they know there's an ocean between here and Tokyo? Do we, we built a bridge across the Atlantic already? I hope they fly or take a boat or something. The first U.S. Olympic skateboarding team has been unveiled in downtown Los Angeles. The 12 members range from superstar Nigel Houston to up-and-coming teenagers eager to make their mark when skateboarding becomes an Olympic sport for the first time in Tokyo next month. That's cool. And, you know, I, I have a little bit of a thing here, like, really? Golf is a sport? Ballet, like, if, Skateboarding, diving is, is. skateboarding is definitely a sport by those standards, but it's, I, I kind of want to say this is a performance sport, not sure. a, not a competitive sport. Absolutely. Right. You're competing for. Gymnastics is a performance sport, right? Not necessarily you're, competitive. You're competing to see you're, who you're, performed better. And there are standards that judges create and impose, but you, it's a subjective judging. You're you're performing something for visual consumption. Yes, it's not a performance as in sprint to this the, the fastest or lift the most weight or win in a force on force or you know competitive sport like uh, where where two athletes are going at it with a ball, right? So. <laughs> It's a weird way to describe that category of competition. But you get my point. So, yeah, if you're going to include all that other shit, skateboarding better be a fucking sport. And to show that that that's reflected now at the Olympics, that's a cool thing. I'm, so I'm, 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 I'm happy for that. I'm happy for that because it promotes skateboarding, which is something that a lot of people do and enjoy and deserves more respect. Skateboarding is not a crime. D. Vincent W. It's a weird one. It's a weird one. <laughs> Hide an old cell phone in a wall. Call it periodically so your movie hears it. And when they're looking for the ring to pee in their drink. I... <laughs> Vincent W. That's it's very creative. It's very creative news. Very creative. Very specific. I mean, I thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah yeah but of all the things you could do while they're distracted sure be in their drink um that, that definitely violates the nap all right we've had a lot of fun so far and we're coming up on the last portion of the show so we got to skim some headlines in a hurry but they're good ones 
AFP at yahoo.com. Chinese monk who saved 8,000 strays is dog's best friend. Yeah, isn't that nice? His bald head glistening with sweat. Xi Jiang peers into the eyes of a stray dog whose coat has become matted in heavy rain and says soothingly, Let me cut your hair, cutie. Dogs don't speak Chinese. <laughs> That's a weird calculating <laughs> reference. Yeah, totally got it. The betrayal pooches amongst scores of dogs hauled off the streets of Shanghai by police and packed in metal cages in a foul-smelling holding area. More than 20 puppies are also crammed into a yellow plastic crate. One dog is dragged while in dragged while dragged in while inside a tied bag. Oh. But for Xi's intervention, they will all be put down in a matter of days. But he is no ordinary rescuer. He is a Buddhist monk and will give these dogs a new life either at his ancient monastery or his shelter he runs in the Chinese city. He already has nearly 8,000 dogs to feed and care for. A few hundred will eventually be resettled in Europe or North America. It really does make me appreciate our neighbors with their pack of 20, most of which they adopted. But they're just it's just a, a basic product of like humans having dogs as pets that there will be strays. They will get away. It's a thing. That's just, you know, they, it'd be great if we all did it we well. Them. They were wise. Yeah, right. That. Yeah. Uh, there will always be like, it'd be, it'd be great if we got to the point where we were organized and all dogs were lost and returned to their owners and taken care of. But like in a giant city like Shanghai, holy shit, government is failing when it takes those dogs and can't at least neuter them and let them live out their lives humanely, right? Neuter, spay, and put them in a big field, you know? Like, I just, but no, they just kill them. That, that's not humane. No, when you have the option to do that, when, when society is capable of that, there are a lot of cities in the United States, this is true, too. And what it's, it's private charity has to step up and fill the gaps. And just be good to dogs. So yeah, that's my message for today. Be good to dogs. And in, in China, it's kind of cool that yeah, we have this beautiful example of one monk who has already rescued eight thousand. Also, okay. South China Morning Post, interesting headline about mushrooms. Eating two mushrooms a day could lower cancer risk by forty-five percent. Study finds experts recommend a pinch of salt. I love mushrooms in my salads uh, and stir fry. Mushrooms can, can contain high levels of antioxidants and chemical components believed to strengthen the immune system. A study touts their anti-cancer properties. Reviewing the study findings, scientists caution against the idea of miracle foods and suggest mushrooms can be a component of a diet that lowers cancer risk. So eat your mushrooms, especially your magic ones. Marijuanamoment.net with this next headline. Texas will study benefits of psychedelics for military veterans under bill enacted without governor's signature. Woo! Yeah. Fuck now, I, I, we're not going to get into the details of this. It's not that it's happening. It mandates a clinical trial into psilocybin for vets with PTSD and additional broader reviews. There's so many ways that this could be killed, stopped, delayed. I'm not counting on this being a leap forward. Exciting headline just means they're talking about it. Yes, exactly. And that is still major progress. The sun.com, the-sun.com, ashes to ashes. UFOs shut down 10 nuke missiles at U.S. base and may have been alerted to humanity by first atomic bomb blasts. Now, I'm pretty confident this is not aliens, right? But UFOs allegedly shut down 10 nuclear missiles in a bizarre incident at a U.S. military base, and the global phenomenon may have been triggered by the first atomic bomb tests in the 40s, it has been claimed. And this is, uh, you know, after the release from Congress, uh, or demanding show, man. This guy. All right, we can do that. But my point with this, it suggests a beautiful fantasy that aliens are working to make humanity more peaceful. They're coming to save us from ourselves. 
But I don't think it's you. I don't think it's aliens. I think these UFOs are more likely to be governments fucking with other governments. First of all, that's the first most likely possibility. But what if it's private enterprise? What if it's rich billionaires going, you know what? Fuck politics. Let's just neuter their nukes. And if and they're sitting there like there's some there's some like billionaire Tony Stark motherfucker on an island. That's such a bad like, story. Under, under, uh, like uh, you know maybe it's, it's like. You know the Hawaiian islands are these giant spikes where in the McAfee ocean. It's went. like, yeah, that's where McAfee went. There's some rich guy sending out drones, and he's just ramping up now. These are the UFOs. They're just high tech drones with some billionaire in a cave or on an island or underwater who's sending out because the, these drones. Some of them come out of the water. Remember, so we fuck with these navy ships and then like disappear, and they can't figure out how they move like that with the latest technology. And and what's he doing if he's using it for good? The fuck with the U.S. military and shot, shot down, uh, shoot, shoot down or shut down nukes. Healthy disrespect on YouTube. Wait for the alien invasion false flag. Yeah, that's it. It uh, could be government fucking with us uh, in preparation. All right, all right. False flag. Don't die. It's not. We don't have time right <laughs> now. DNYUZ sleeping in the outdoors when the uh, anyway. It's just a fun thing that there's a interesting trend of people sleeping outside, and we have a great climate for that. So we I love that. that here too. Fun random story from the U.S. Sun. Also, mind's eye, this simple flicker can make you hallucinate in minutes, but not everyone will see it. It's called the Gans Flicker, and it's an intense red and black flickering screen that can make you hallucinate things that aren't there, but you should never try it uh, if you have photosensitive epilepsy. Yeah. Anyway, link at t.me slash Adam versus the man. CNBC, NASA is learning how to farm on Mars and the moon. Yeah, NASA and the German Space Agency are investing in space agricultural projects with testing in regions like Antarctica that could potentially support habitats beyond Earth. Good News Network, the world has achieved huge milestones in six areas of renewable energy so far this year. Yep, the uh, African sunshine, wind harvesting, uh, aluminum, green pension, green oil, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, links, links, links. Also from Good News, Network stress can accelerate grays, but hair color can be restored when stress is eliminated. And I'm thinking, holy shit, do you notice how I was getting gray during the campaign? Yeah. And I have less gray hair now, even growing it out. I have less gray hairs than I did a year ago. It's weird. And I know because I just pulled one out of the top of my head yesterday. Um, fun story. Daily Mail, GOP lawmaker apologizes after sparking fury by wearing a Star of David to protect co protest COVID restrictions and then telling critics in the current context, we are all Jews. I'm just, yeah, good news. Exciting protesting at the congressional level. That's pretty cool. Um, as a Jew, I approve. Also, I put this in a tweet. I'm surprised it wasn't either more inflammatory or more funny. But uh, saying that Jews run the world secretly is not anti-Semitic. It's pro-Semitic. Being anti-Semitic would be saying that we're dumb and we don't control anything. Duh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Controlling the world is a bad thing. So Biden is bad. So say being mentioning Biden as president is anti-Biden. No. You really got to question yourself if you're saying that secretly controlling the world is, is, is that bad of a thing or controlling the world openly is that bad of a thing. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to bother to unpack that with five minutes left in the show. Studyfinds.org. Eating more potatoes and baked French fries helps control blood pressure. How That's about that? perfect because I do that a lot. <laughs> Wall Street <laughs> Journal, WSJ.com. 
Older Americans stockpiled a record $35 trillion. The time has come to give it away. Transfers to heirs and others is unleashing a torrent of economic activity, including buying homes, starting businesses, and giving to charities. And this might represent a positive redirection of economic resources and unleashing of economic resources really to fund our potential in charity and nonprofits. I think that's an exciting potential that comes out of this new wave of old people giving away chunks of money in this generation. Yeah. The Sun, back from the dead, freaking moment. Body bag is spotted moving by TV crew after bungling medics wrongly pronounced motorcycle dead. Motors, motorcyclist dead. Yeah, fuck right the fuck off. Government healthcare <laughs> at its finest. An elderly man had made had a miracle escape after paramedics pronounced him dead and placed him in a body bag, only for a reporter for, a reporter filming the scene to notice the bag moving. Well, he's dead. He can't vote anymore. Who cares? You know, yeah. <clears throat> Street food vendor Raimundo oh Nonato Santana da Silva, 71, suddenly fell ill while riding his motorbike in Araguaina, Brazil. As a result, he fell off the vehicle and the paramedics called, pronounced him dead at the scene. I mean, the funny thing is, they could have killed him. Humans don't generally do well in body bags. They're not exactly made for breathing in. No. <laughs> Good News Network also with this story. Without this New Zealand penguin hospital, these endangered birds would be functionally instinct extinct. Now I'm all for the cycling of nature, and I'm not for humanity getting too caught up in preserving everything as is at all costs. I think it's cool that we go, hey, that animal's cool. Let's not let it go extinct. Yeah. The sun, boss in space, Richard Branson, will beat Jeff Bezos in billionaire's space race as Virgin Galactic announces he'll be on July 11 flight. We will be eagerly watching. And I told you we were going to have wild radioactive boars dailystar.co.uk fukushima radioactive boars create mutant hybrid species decade after nuclear disaster a decade after the fukushima disaster wild boars have been mating with domestic pigs in the nuclear wasteland and create a new mutant species dna researchers have determined so could it be just yeah yeah they're fucking cute yeah. Yeah. Radioactive wild boars breeding with Japan's domestic pigs to create a new hybrid species. It could be just hybrid. It could be radioactive. Um, interesting experiment. So we'll be watching following the boars. Oh, they got a really gnarly picture of one of them like chewing on a cage. Radioactive wild boars. And it doesn't it doesn't explain this picture. Show that gnarly picture real quick, Jim. They're cute. Oh, well, my screen is frozen here. There we go. Yeah, they're cute until you lock them in cages and then they chew on the bars. I don't want to lock them in cages. Yeah. They're, they're leaving them. Of course, that's what they're doing there. All right. Facebook test. We got to cover this real quick. Super quick. CNN.com. Facebook tests prompt that ask users if they're worried a friend is becoming an extremist. Ah. Yeah, the memes practically write themselves. And with that, Jim, producer notes, please, sir. Great job today. Hey, appreciate it. What's going on? T.me forward slash Adam versus Samantha. If you want to get more in depth on any of the articles that we breezed through today towards the end, patreon.com forward slash Adam versus the man. If you want to support the show, uh, one, five, ten, or fifty dollars a month is the different ways you can support the show. www.homefrontbattlebuddies.com is the best veterans nonprofit. You should look into that. Visit the site, click all the links. 
Instagram tag is at the Garden of Freedom. So visit that. Check out all the pictures and videos. The Crypto6.com is the Bitcoin church that was rated. You can help them out through that website. And the GrowGreenEnergyOnline.com is the best website for do-it-yourselfers looking, looking to get off grid. Thank you. Enjoy your weekend, everyone. Joe, you a winner for the comment contest? Uh, yeah, D. Vincent W. gets it, although I am not condoning peeing in anyone's drink. <laughs> Hiding funny. the cell phone in the wall is hilarious. All right. We have actually really great good news in history today. We might go long on this. Queen performed for the first time on this day in 1971. Vermont became the first state to establish slavery on this day in 1977. 1976, North and South Vietnam united on this day in 1982. 45 helium balloons in a lawn chair lifted Larry Walters to 16,000 feet. Michael Jackson on, on this day in 1988, first artist to have five number one singles from one album, Dirty Diana. I just can't stop loving you. The way you make me feel and man in the mirror. Vicente Fox, even their political stuff is good today. First from an opposition party. And this day in the year 2000, Vicente Fox was elected president of Mexico, the first from an opposition party, ending the Institutional Revolutionary Party's 71-year reign. At least a little political shakeup, if nothing else. 2002, Steve Fawcett became the first person to fly solo around the world nonstop in a balloon. And on the same 2009, India's high court decriminalized homosexuality, striking down 150-year colonial ban against gay sex between consenting adults. What an awesome packed Friday show. Thank you all so much for joining us. Peace and love, y'all. Choose happiness and be excellent to each other.